everybody. This is Mike Burkholder with Contra Costa News, a podcast for the people and businesses of Contra Costa County. I'm here with Bree with the Speakeasy Baking Co., who will soon be on the Food Network on December 14th. But I don't want to steal your thunder just yet. Bree, how are you doing? I'm doing absolutely amazing. Yeah? <laughs> it's been a whirlwind of a weekend here once our announcement came out, and it's just been insane. It was like, here's the commercial. Here you are, TV, boom. Yes. <laughs> Did you get any phone calls? Yeah, we've been getting phone calls um, from news um, outlets and uh, paper newspapers and whatnot. So it's been pretty insane. But just remember, I was the first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get into the Food Network, I, let's go back a little bit. Yeah. Um, Speakeasy. Give us the backstory. Give us your backstory before we get to the fun. Um, so I've always loved baking. Um, I would bake cookies and take them to school and sell them in the quad. Um, I got in trouble a couple times for doing that. For being an entrepreneur? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, at 15, 16 years old, walking into school with a Ziploc bag of cookies and selling them to my, my classmates. Um, and then I kind of really didn't touch baking for a while, and um, I started baking once I had lost my job. Um, I was pregnant and wasn't working, and I really needed an outlet, and baking kind of just, like, came into my life, and it worked out well for me, and um, for the longest time, I was baking for fam family and friends, and I finally got a break where a family member was like, you need to do this for a living. Like you have a passion, your product is amazing. And, um, this particular person is, um, an aunt. She's married into the family and her sister is, uh, Debbie Fields of Mrs. Fields cookies. Oh. And so she was like, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I saw my sister and her business flourish and she started out as a home baker as well. And look at her now. She has this amazing business, um, and I feel like you can do something with this. So before baking and going that whole route, what were you doing? Um, I was a general manager for a wedding venue. Um, they had multiple locations across the U.S. and the Bay Area. So originally I was in Napa. I was also at the Brentwood Golf Club. Um, and I was there for about three years. So you know good quality. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know catering. I know good quality. Great customer service. And yeah. I think the other thing with your cookies and, and, and this kind of, and we'll get into it, but it, it's kind of like, it's not just a cookie, but it, you're creating an overall experience. I think so. And does that come from the event background? I think so. I think um, a big part of it is the presentation. Um, and I think the presentation is a huge part of the experience with the cookie. And then also visually, the way we display our product is key, is key. Yeah, you, you kind of have a vehicle for that. Yeah, we have Delilah, our little <laughs> dessert truck. <laughs> She's Instagram famous, and um, we use her for weddings and some pop-ups when we can. Yeah, no, Delilah's very cool. <laughs> and, um, you know, before we get into the whole Food Network, I just, I'm going to give you guys a shameless plug. Oh, my goodness. Because we're, we're in December now, and we're in elf season. Yes. And last year, you guys made this elf dude... And it was like, you know, just, I don't even know how tall it is. Three inches? Oh, the, Five inches? the skinny one? Uh, nine inches. Nine inches. Yeah. See, I'm a little off. <laughs> I don't even like sugar cookies. 
Well, that was the best damn cookie ever. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a peanut butter and chocolate chip. Either those two cookies, 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. That elf, man. That dude needs to be in every stocking this Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. And I know you don't have an oven big enough for that. No. But it should be purchased. One day. That's my shameless <laughs> plug for you guys. Thank you. Um. All right. Food Network. Mm-hmm. It's airing December 14th. And just so everybody knows, she can't give the results. She can't talk about a lot of things. I'm under a lot of rules, which sucks. <laughs> but... So December 14th, 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 6 o'clock here? Or they just... How does that work with Food Network? Because I know they show everything twice. Um, I believe that it airs here at 9 p.m. on Food Network. But the streaming services... That's what it was. The streaming services show up at 7 p.m. And it's Reed Drummond and Eddie Jackson. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, you're competing and you get to do Cowboy Christmas Designs. <laughs> Yes. Not even Christmas trees, but uh, cowboy designs. Yes. <laughs> and I know, so share what you can share so I don't get you in trouble. Okay. Well, I actually think it's kind of hilarious because um, I was the only West Coaster that was on the episode. So everyone else was either Southern or from the Midwest or grew up in the South. And I had to go up against them toe to toe. You're like, dude, I got the beach and grapes. Well, and that was, we had a lot of like banter back and forth with everyone about it. Um, you know, they're calling me Hollywood. Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, that's all they could think about. When people think of California, they think of Hollywood. Um, but I kept trying to explain to them, you guys don't understand. Like I live at the urban edge. California produces so much of the world's agriculture. Like we probably produce more than you guys do in the South. So Get off my case. <laughs> and so what was that like? I mean, what was the whole experience? Oh, my gosh. It was so surreal. Just the from, from being um, reached out to by a producer on Instagram all the way through the interviewing process and talking with the talent. Um, the talent agent for the Food Network was absolutely insane. Um, in a good way? In a good way, yeah. Yeah, she said that I reminded her of a, um, like, a younger Rachel Ray, like, because I was super giggly and I was just having lots of fun. Um, All right, for people that don't know Bree, <laughs> she is super giggly. She's doing it right now. <laughs> that That's your thing. You just giggle and you smile. You have a good time. And, yeah. and that's, I think, what's part of the overall experience, too. I think so. Um, so the interview process was pretty cool. It was very intense. Um, so let's talk about that. So yeah. to get on the show, <laughs> it's not like you're reaching out. They find you. Yeah, they found me. So most people. So is it because you do like 30 stories a day? Probably. <laughs> I do a lot of stories. Um, so the regular process is where people will go online and they apply. And the application process opens in December for the following year. So they film in June, and so starting in December the following year, the previous year, they start collecting applications, and they start doing interviews. When I got contacted in April, I didn't even think it was a possibility that I could interview for the show. I'd always thought that I would be on the show one day, or it was a goal of mine, but the fact that somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, we've been watching you for the last year. We want you on the show. Like, let's do your interview. Um and I didn't think it was real. Like, I was like, can you send me an email? 
I need to see your letterhead. <laughs> like, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I've had a true. few of those too, where they call you and you're like, dude, this isn't real. And then you hang up and then they call back. Yeah. That's kind of like how it was. And, um, so I set up an interview with them 48 hours later, I hopped on, um, a zoom call with the production team and they were like, great, cool. We'll call you if you move on to the next round. And a few weeks later, they call me and they're like, hey, can you do this challenge um, and be ready to be on a Zoom call tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.? So I was working for a wedding that night (laughs) and I worked until 1 a.m. for the wedding and then went home, slept for a few hours, got up, did my um, my challenge and then hopped on a Zoom call with the talent scout and the production team and someone from the Food Network and... Um, apparently I aced the interview, they loved it, and a few weeks later I found out I was on the show, and then they zipped me away to Hollywood for five days and did inter- uh, did the filming. Can you share the challenge or no? No. <laughs> Darn it! So they're not giving anything. No, we can't give away any of the challenges, those are all, um, we sign like... On oh, NDA? Yeah, on on all that information. But was it, okay, so was it a challenge or is it easy peasy? <laughs> oh no, it was it was a really intense challenge. So it was a double challenge, kind of similar to what they do in the show where the first challenge is 90 minutes and you have to make four cookies, two... And are they watching you or... No, they're not watching. Okay. Um, I did it at like four o'clock in the morning before my interview. So you have to do two designs and then two of each. So four cookies in 90 minutes from start to finish got it so getting all your ingredients baking mixing. so don't screw up yeah you can't screw up like and you have to time yourself and then the second challenge that they gave me for the interview process was you have three hours to make a full structured design and it has to be 3d viewable from all sides it has to be 12 inches high and then they give you all these like curriculums that you have to meet um, for that particular challenge. I don't have the patience for that. (laughs) No. And I was so, I was on Red Bull and like three cups of coffee. (laughs) I was exhausted, but, um, I'm pretty excited how it came out. Yeah. And so, (laughs) you know, we cannot share the, the, any of the outcomes, but there's multiple rounds and the winner gets Mm $10,000 and some sort of golden ornament. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) it's a giant like basketball sized golden ornament that says christmas cookie challenge um and then obviously only the winner gets that big old ornament see i think they should have you come back each year and whoever wins comes back and and every year the ornament maybe gets bigger i don't know yeah, well, they actually do redemption rounds. So if you don't win or you don't get placed where you want to get placed, you can come back the following year or the following years. Okay. And then if you win, you can come back and they do like champ uh, a tournament of champions. So they'll do like the winners play against the winners and they can be a two-time golden ornament winner. Um, and then also the production team that runs the show, they also do other baking shows. Yep. So when I was there, I don't know if anyone watches Nailed It on Netflix, but I got to meet Wes. He was the set manager. So I got a photo with Wes. Um, if you guys watch the show, you know what, I, what I'm talking about. See, I like, I like that when they have fun <laughs> contestants, they bring them on to other shows as well. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because it's... It's a win-win. They get the the show, they get the revenue, and then you get the exposure. Or, mm-hmm. and I know you can't disclose if you're on anything else or not. But um, 
I just think it's a really cool opportunity and experience. And I really <laughs> wish maybe we'll have you back after the show, but you're gonna have a watch party, right? We're gonna have a watch party. Yes. Um, it's gonna be on December 14th in downtown Brentwood at the old gas station. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So we have a big old blow up screen that we're going to have going. Um, it's also during SantaCon. So everyone's going to be downtown. There's going to be live music. I was about to say. Yeah. I'll be down there anyway. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty awesome. We're going to have tables out for the kids so they can do like coloring. And um, we'll have Delilah out there with desserts. And we'll have watch party boxes that have cookies that we made on the show as well as of like our base flavors. Nice. Yeah, so you guys can taste along um, the show journey. And so this experience, like, and I, again, I know you can't reveal much, but what were your thoughts upon seeing yourself on camera? Because I know you do Instagram, but now seeing it on the TV, a little different. <laughs> it's different. I relate it to, like, the musicians that hear themselves on the radio the first time. It was really weird. It was really strange. Um, the night that, so they do commercials, and you don't know who's going to be on the commercial. And it, I think it was like the second or third episode, and we hadn't watched it. We had been watching all of them at 7 o'clock every, every week. And this particular night, I was, you know, family-focused. We were making dinner, and we were making, like, homemade pizza or something. And my castmate called me, and she kept calling me, and my phone was going off. I'm like, what on earth is going on in the cookie world that's so important? And I pick it up, and she's screaming and hollering, and she's like, you're on the commercial! <laughs> and I'm like, breakdown crying. I'm screaming. My husband's looking at me like I'm a psycho. <laughs> he's like what's going on I'm like I'm on the commercial so we like quickly like ran to the tv and like fast forward through the entire episode and sure enough there I was oh, so you cheated yes yeah we went all the way through the very end and it's like the last clip and I was just like oh my god <laughs> oh my god this is so real like I'm on national television jeez yeah and so <laughs> Okay, so seeing that going through it, what did you learn about yourself? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you had to learn something. About being on the show? or Just from the whole experience. The whole experience? Um, I think I was so nervous to go on the show, and I had never applied because I was nervous for how people may see me on TV or, you know, body positivity. And finally, like for them to reach out to me to be on the show, I was like, okay, this is a sign. Like I'm going to do it. I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone. I'm putting myself out there. I'm trying something new. I am terrified beyond measure, but I am going to put myself out there. and I'm going to do this. And I am so glad I did because the experience was phenomenal. Now, I want you to say that again to everybody, <laughs> everybody that's afraid and fearful and worried about the body shaming. And and that's kind of why I don't do any like these live, because I'm just I don't like the camera on me. I got a face for radio. <laughs> so but explain that again, like encourage people to get over that fear. You, you just have to you have to get over the fear. You are your worst own credit critic. Right. Like I am so hard on myself. But the fact that like. I am so glad that I stepped out of my comfort zone and did something like this because the experience outweighs my insecurities. And 
I was pushed to try this out. I was very worried. Another famous baker, oops, sorry, a famous baker was like, no, you need to do this. And I don't care what you're saying about how you're uncomfortable being on camera. You'll get over it. And the experience is amazing. You have to do it. You have to. So, yeah. <laughs> and have you ever done con- contests in the past? Um, we did like I mean, a, obviously not on this level. No, but. I did like a state fair contest um, years ago. And... We didn't follow the rules, so I got disqualified. <laughs> so we, you fast forward, you get disqualified, I see cheating. No, 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 we didn't cheat. Um, there were very specific rules, and our ingredients were out of order versus the, um, the instructions. So the ingredients had to be listed based on the way that okay, they Okay, that's way too technical. Yeah, so one, we missed one thing. It was like our salt and our baking soda was swapped in the ingredient Does that list. make any difference? It doesn't make any difference because they're combined. Yeah. But because the instructions said salt and baking soda, but our list of ingredients said baking soda, then salt. Okay, that's like a bad referee in the NFL. That's just fixed. Yeah, but it was pretty – it was like a really cool contest. Like we would be um, part of – uh, this chocolate company's cookbook uh, and we would win like, you know, $5,000 and there was all these things. So we had like, it was their rules. We didn't follow them. And you, and I want to just <laughs> kind of promote your website too, because uh, speakeasybakingco.com, mm-hmm. you do have recipes on there. I do. Yes. And people could purchase them. Mm-hmm. And com- how, how'd you come up with that whole, like, I'm going to sell my recipes because most people don't want to give away their secrets. Yes. Um, so our recipe sales kind of came about, um, in 2020, we weren't selling as many cookies as that at that time. Um, and life was just really hard and I felt like I needed to help contribute to the family. So I sold my recipes. Um, people online were asking about my recipes and finally I kind of wrote them up. I was thinking that maybe I'd sell like 10 or 15 recipes. And within the first 24 hours, we sold 500 recipes. Oh, wow. (laughs) And so it just kind of like ballooned out of like nothing really. And our recipes are tried and true. We use them in daily, weekly. Um, We have sold our recipes. I think right now we're sitting at like 78 different countries that we've sold our recipes to and just shy of like 8,000 recipes sold since 2020. So how does that work? I mean, do you just post it up there and they buy it or do you have to trademark it or do you have to like make it no one else could copy it? How does that work in the food world? Um, in the food, so anything that, I have no idea. I'm now I'm generally curious. <laughs> so anything that you write is pretty much copyrighted. It's not like officially copyrighted, but it is copyrighted. So if anyone does copy it, you could ask them to remove it. You can go the legal route. Um, but people can purchase the recipe. They can use it for their own. They can use it for their business. Um, we have local bakers. We have bakers nationally, internationally. We have just hobby bakers or just even somebody that wants to try something new. We They can use our recipes. But yeah. <laughs> so really it just comes down to execution. It comes down to execution. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's really cool to see that people are using our recipes. And we crack up when we watch the baking shows because we can see the people that purchased our recipes that are using our recipes. They're actually on the Food Network already? Yeah, and they're using our recipes. So I'm like, okay, so I know it's good because I've heard my recipes get judged by the judges before. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that. Are there, have you, okay, so (laughs) hearing that, any judges that just got it wrong? 
no, no. They always are just like, this is amazing. Like the texture and this. That's and that. what I want to hear. And I want to hear good stuff. Yeah, it's all good things. It's all really good, positive. So then it makes it makes me feel good knowing that like our hard work and our um, research and development on recipe flavors and profiles and all of that, like really do, like we are doing the right thing. So what recipes sell the most then? Um, I would assume chocolate chip, but... We don't sell our chocolate chip recipe. Okay. That one is... So that's a trade secret. That's a trade secret. I was told never to sell that one, um, but we have requests daily for that one. Um, our number one seller is our vanilla number five, which is a vanilla bean sugar cookie recipe. That's what we use um, for like our regular sugar cookies. Um, the second one's going to be our cereal milk sugar cookies, which is made with Lucky Charm cereal milk or Fruity Pebbles cereal milk. It is so delicious. It's like childhood in a, in a cookie. Um, and then our third top seller is our churro cookie, which is absolutely amazing. You need more people that want peanut butter cookies. Well, we're a peanut-free bakery. Uh, I know. <clears throat> Mr. Speakeasy is highly allergic, so we're one of the only peanut-free bakeries in East County. That Mr. Speakeasy. Come on, man. I know. He's, he's a good dude, though. He's making my life tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to ask this because a lot of people get frustrated with the price of cookies. Mm-hmm. It's not like you could go down to Rayleigh's, Safeway, whatever other grocery store, and you get, for five bucks, you get like 40 cookies in a bag, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are, and others locally, are you know three to five dollars a cookie. Please explain that to the people that just don't understand it. Because oh. I'm assuming inflation kind of has a lot to do with it. Yes. Yeah. Inflation has a lot to do with it. Um, besides the cost of ingredients just ballooning ridiculously over the last couple of years. Give an example. Like our flour um, pre-pandemic was like three seventy nine for a 25-pound bag. Right now, it's sitting just around $9 for a 25-pound bag. But during like the highest point that we saw in the last three years, we were looking at like $37 a bag. And the way that we price, we can't constantly be changing our prices and fluctuating our prices like gas, right? So we have to have kind of something that's in the middle that's going to cover when the costs go up really high or when the costs go lower, kind of averages out. So it's just, it's, it's insane. Like the egg prices, they're not set in stone. They raise, they, they drop. Well, didn't eggs, you couldn't even get them at one point? Yeah, we were on restriction. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally on restriction. Our account at Costco was, had notes in it saying, like, they already bought two cases of eggs. They can't buy any more for another 24 hours. So we were having to drive to Costco, different Costcos. We would go out to, like, Concord and then hit Restaurant Depot on the way back and then the second Costco in Pittsburgh and then drop everything off and then go to Tracy. Well, so much gas and time yeah so our costs went up through the roof because we were having to spend so much labor trying to gather all of our ingredients it was just it was really hard there's no restrictions right now um i just bought 12 cases of eggs yesterday and it felt so good (laughs) just to be able to pile them on the cart without having to say no ma'am you gotta go put those back so you had basically (laughs) prices triple on you Mm -hmm. and you can't take a a three, four dollar cookie to twelve to fifteen bucks. Exactly. That's insanity. Yeah. So you guys kinda have to eat it. We have to eat it and we have to hope and pray that it's gonna balance out at the end of the year. And and just you weren't the only one. This no, was across the board. It was across the board, yeah. And did you have any of your like friend companies, competitors just say, Hey, I'm out? 
Yeah, yeah. We've seen a lot of bakers um, kind of close shop in the quietly over the last couple of months um, and talking about closing up shop in the next year or so because of just the cost of everything. Yeah, it's really I, sad. I, it's sad because I think we're blessed in Contra Costa County to have a lot of good bakers mm-hmm. um, that are just doing what they can to make, to make a buck. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference between you and them is they're so focused on the cookies, but there's also that business side that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you focus a lot on weddings and catering. Uh, how huge is that? Oh, it's huge. And plug yourself for that. For 2024, <laughs> plug yourself. 2024. We're actually almost booked for 2024. Already? So we're, yeah, we're already starting to book for 2025. Okay, for 2025. 2025, 2026. If you still like the person. <laughs> um, we do amazing one-of-a-kind dessert displays atop our vintage mini Italian truck, Delilah. Um, we also have some farmhouse tables that we do displays on. Um, and that keeps us very, very busy during slower times. Well, yeah, because every time (laughs) I see you guys, it's like you're double booked and I don't mean that like you screw up, Yeah. but you're doing some of these local farm, like mom and pop pop pop-up events. Mm -hmm. And then I know like a few hours later, oh, we're off to a wedding. (laughs) Yes. Uh, what are some of your favorite venues? Um, not to put you on the spot. (laughs) So my favorite. Favorite, favorite venue um, has to be Christian Brothers Retreat in Napa. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is this mission-style building up in the hills and is just absolutely breathtaking. Um, And then locally, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, Wedgwood has my heart because I worked for them for so long. I worked at that property in Brentwood. I managed that property for so long. I got married at that property myself. Um, but then also like the other locals, like Brownstone Gardens, we love working there because they're literally two miles from our house. <laughs> if we needed to, we could walk there. Um, and then just, you know, just being local is nice. As much as we love traveling to Carmel and San Francisco and Napa, we've been in Calistoga. Being local is just, it feels, it feels like we're home. And I don't know. I just, I just love being local. <laughs> I want to, you know what, I'm going to ask this question because now you got my mind thinking, because I I see your photos of everywhere you've been, right? Yeah. How is it like being inside the giant stadium? Oh, at Oracle Park? Yeah. Yeah, Oracle Park is insane. Because you you get a different view. You're down on the field, right? Yeah, yeah. We get to be down on the field. Um, And what was that for? Uh, that was for Holiday Heroes. Okay. It is an organization that is put on by Wonderwise um, Foundation, and they raise funds for underprivileged families in the Bay Area. So last year we got a, we got approached two years ago. We couldn't make it work because of the timeline. Last year we got um, accepted into the program. We donated close to $10,000 in product and services um, to host this big event. So we had Delilah down on the field with all the desserts. People were taking pictures, getting cookies. Um, We got to meet Fred Warner of the 49ers. Um, We had Barry Bonds out there. We had had a lot of really cool people that we got to meet. And And they all gave you positive reviews, right? Yeah, they were all coming back for extra (laughs) cookies. We were looking over and they were like stuffing cookies in their pockets and they're telling their wives, hey, put this in your purse, put this in your purse. (laughs) We were cracking up. It was hilarious. Um, But we'll be there again um, 
December 12th is there is this year's event and we're super excited. We're going to be working with a local company here. Um, Swari Love, they do balloon displays. You guys have probably seen. They do awesome ones. Yeah. She does a lot of the downtown Brentwood stuff, um, like with Makers Boulevard. So she's going to be doing a gorgeous display installation on Delilah that hopefully the weather permits that we can actually be positioned on second base at Oracle Park. I think like the giant stadium is such a cool spot. Like what are some of your other bucket lists of locations you'd love to just serve cookies at? Um, I think our next list is Levi stadium. Um, we've been in the works with doing some events there. Um, I would honestly, I'm a huge A's fan and I, they're going to, I got a lot of crap for it last year being at still should. Park. I, <laughs> I got a lot of crap for it last year when they were like, Oh, do you want to go walk through the players like locker room? And I'm like, um, I'm really not impressed with it because I'm not a Giants fan. But who wants to wear green and gold? <laughs> come on, knock it off. Green and gold, come on. Let's this go. Some lucky charms. <laughs> so, I mean, I would have loved to be there, like, you know, take it back to. Their owner's so cheap, they would probably make you pay for your own cookies to give out to everybody I know, else. I know, I know. But if I can go back in time and, like, be there in, like, 2014, 2013 during the playoffs, like, that would have been, like, the highlight of my life to have Delilah there and cookies and be a part of, like, that like it was just so cool i'm gonna propose something to you (laughs) because i keep hearing about delilah (laughs) mr speakeasy needs a vehicle he needs a muscle car out of detroit why aren't you guys doing something for the dudes (laughs) delilah is so cute and small could fit anywhere he needs a muscle car he does actually we've been looking well it's not a muscle car but i really want one of those old school trucks like the model was it the model a model t what is it? Model T. Model T. Ford. Yeah, the Ford one. So that's the one. I want one of those. Yeah. That's what I would love to have and to be able to turn into a dessert truck as well, kind of like build our fleet. <laughs> or even like the old tractors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you just add a bed to the back. Uh-huh. That'd yeah. be cool. Something like that. I even told him, I was like, ooh, we should do like an El Camino because that has one of those low riders would be super, super cool. But the problem is we need something that's small that will fit through doors, that will fit in venues, that won't take up too much space. So that's kind of like where Delilah works really well. And as much as he wants muscle, you know, he wants one of those, you know, 64 fastback Mustang, like that's like, that's what his, on his goal, but. Well, he's Detroit. <laughs> he is Detroit. Yeah, he's from Detroit. Yeah, and his dad actually worked for the, um, well, he didn't work for Ford Motor Company. He worked for um, Dodge, and his dad actually helped design the 93 Viper, I believe. Nice. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. That's it. Get him a Viper. <laughs> he wouldn't fit. True. <laughs> He's too tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the muscle car should be in the future. I know, and it definitely is. <laughs> or And then something for the kid, too. He needs a car, too. He wants Delilah. <laughs> Well, he's small enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, just going back to the whole food thing. Uh, again, December 14th is when you're on the show. Uh-huh. Um, I wish I could give results because I hate secrets and you won't even tell me, which pisses <laughs> me off. It's like waiting. I, I don't like surprises. I want to know. How do you think I felt for the last nine months? <laughs> have you? How many times have you almost let it slip? Um, a lot. <laughs> I keep having to like stop myself. Like, and so oh. what happens if you slipped? Uh, it's like a million dollar fine. Yeah, nobody trick her. 
I've had people trying to trick me to give the results and no, it's like a million dollar fine. Oh, yeah. I might have, no, I, I'm not going to trick you for that one. <laughs> no, please don't. How, who would sign that thing? I did. <laughs> yeah. Loose lips are not good. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so it's been killing me. I just can't wait for the show to come you out. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Uh, all right. Final plug for yourselves. <laughs> Speakeasy Baking Co. Uh, SpeakeasyBakingCo.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite cookies to make, actually, now that I'm getting trying to plug you here? Because um, I know your chocolate chip cookies are bomb. Yes. Um, you do a lot of 3 a.m., 4 a.m. starting cooking, baking. Are you to do expansion into other stuff, too, like cakes? Um, we do cakes. Uh, I don't do very many cakes. You don't just, promote them very well. No, I don't because <laughs> they take up a lot of time ah. and they take up a lot of space. Um, so I just don't really – I do them for, like, my dessert displays, and they're very simple. Um, I'd rather be able to put my time into Got doing it. something that's more, like, artistic, like painting on cookies and things like that. So, yeah. So chocolate chips? Chocolate chips. What are your uh, favorites? I uh, love doing macaroons. Or oh, yeah. You guys like, have great macaroons. I forget about that. Or as everyone likes to correct me, macarons. <laughs> I get corrected daily for saying it incorrect, but I'm just... How do, wait, how are you supposed to say it? Macaron. Macaron? <laughs> yeah. It's macaroon. I feel so pretentious saying it, so I just say macaroon because... Macaroon. That, macaroon. Isn't that what they're called? Apparently, is well, that the California version? No, there's like macaroons that are like with two O's, and then there's macaroons with one O. But the ones that I make are the French macaroons, which people always get on my case. Y'all are too technical in the food industry. <laughs> I was like, I don't like talking with phlegm. <laughs> That way. Oh my god! I would have just continued to say it wrong. I do, and I get oh my well, god. We're in California. We do it our way. Yeah, we're in California. We're not the French. Jeez. Uh, locally, where can people pick up the cookies? Um, locally at the Playhouse in downtown Brentwood. They kind of share. If you guys don't know where it's at, they share a parking lot with Brentwood Fine Meats. So I know just a lot of people follow the smoke. People always have a hard time finding. I'm like, no, look, Brentwood Fine Meats, like right, right across the from them. I know, I know. It's at that little three light stop thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a little awkward. And then you'll spot. see Brentwood Fine Meat, the smoke going in the air because uh-huh. he's always cooking outside. Smoke signals. <laughs> and then are you anywhere down? I thought you were in a couple other spots. Oh, nope. Right now we're only in downtown uh, or at the Playhouse. And then we do pop ups around town. Okay. So we usually announce those on our Instagram um, and then through our events page on our website. And then are you, you're taking online orders? Um, or yes. Are you bo- I mean, you're probably pretty booked through the end of the month. Um, we are pretty much booked for the next nine to 10 months out. Wow. Yeah. So follow the pop-ups. Yeah. Follow the pop-ups. That's the best way to go. Our Friday cookie drops at the playhouse every Friday. We have fresh cookies that we drop off. So it's either drop cookies such as snickerdoodles, chocolate chips, um, our maple doodle, which is absolutely amazing. Um, and then sugar cookies, sometimes brownies, which if you haven't tried our brownies, you need to, if you're How a do they get the elves? Lover, the elves. Uh, How do you get the elves? I want the elves. The elves will be at our pop up on the twenty second. So you have to go there. Yes. First come, first serve. Last year we had about fifty people in line. Uh, you were that there? was incredible because <laughs> I'm sitting here going, I want an elf. Uh-huh. Just to tr- I wanted it for the damn photo. <laughs> and <laughs> then and then I had it and I'm like, ooh, this is like going to be an every year thing. Uh huh. And my kids were like, it's an elf. I don't want to try it. You have so I got three elves. 
And you got to eat them all? I got to eat them all. Oh, my god! And then I had to hit the treadmill for six months. And it still didn't help. <laughs> but I like to drink wine. <laughs> they go really good with wine. They do. Well, yeah. you also dip it in the coffee, and it's oh also god. amazing, too. So good. You have chocolate bombs, too, right? Yeah, cocoa bombs. I'm not sure if I'm going to have them this year. Um, we'll try. We have a lot going on in December. Just a little. Just a little. And, of course, in the next nine days, we have... We're making probably close to 4,000 cookies for all the events that we have. We have Levi's, corporate office. They're doing a holiday party. Um, and you're doing this out of your house? Yeah, we do it out of our house. So no brick and mortar? Do you have any plans to do that? We do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, one day. Do share. Yeah. So basically, we just got to find the right spot. So we got to find the right spot for a brick and mortar. We wanted to be downtown, but it is heavily oversaturated with sweets right now. So... Um, we're just going to kind of sit back and kind of put our feelers out there. Yeah, Oakley's opening that whole place down there. Yeah, that's true. You could always go to downtown Pittsburgh. Mm, maybe. I skipped over Antioch because I'm not even going <laughs> to put you there. No well, offense. Wherever we go, we want to make sure that it has great foot traffic. Um, we need a great space because we want more than just a bakery. We want to have... Just like our displays, how it has like a certain feel, a mm. vibe, a look. We want the same thing for our bakery and for our storefront. So wherever we go, I need to make sure that it's it's the right location and, and we can put all of our all into the feel, the atmosphere. We want people to come in and get a glass of wine and have a piece of chocolate cake or, you know, we want we want a dessert spot for people to come and meet and gather and enjoy time with each other so all you property managers developers <laughs> that maybe need a baker cookie baker wine chocolate brownies mm-hmm. you know, give brie a call yeah yeah make it work <laughs> and she'll be on the food network yeah yeah so <laughs> with that uh final thoughts um i'm just so excited thank you so much for having me on here um i'm just i mean beyond thrilled to be able to represent uh, Calif- not just California, but also East County and this little piece of like home. West Coast Cowboys. <laughs> West Coast Cowboys. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Show the world that California does have country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> die. They don't believe me. They did not. They, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Do they not know how much ag we have? We have to have cowboys. I know. That's what I was trying to explain to them. They're like, so are your cowboys just walking around in flip flops? <laughs> Yes, they are. They're like, do you own cowboy boots? I said, no. They're like, do you own flip-flops? And I was like, yes, it's California. <laughs> they don't have flip-flops where they came from? <laughs> they were just, they were messing with me. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, continue your final thought. Um. Yeah, so if you guys are local, we welcome you guys to come out to our watch party um, December 14th. Um, it starts at 630 at 200, was it Oak Street? It's Oak and First. Or Oak and First, yeah. Um, at the old gas station. So if, that's right next to Sip and Scoop? Right next to Sip and Scoop and the lounge. The lounge. Across from Caps, like kind of that little corner right there. Wear a Santa hat for Santa Con. Yes, you can come dressed up, come dressed warm. It's an outdoor um, event spot. If you can't make it, um, you can watch us on the Food Network. It airs at 9 p.m. Or you can stream live or stream starting at 7 o'clock on HBO Max, Discovery Plus, or Amazon Prime. That's a mouthful. I know. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, I could do Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's like ran through Discovery. So, okay. but yeah, you can watch it through there. So you still got to have Discovery. 
I don't know. I think you can watch like if you don't have it, I think you can do like a seven day oh. trial just to watch the show. <laughs> you know what? I'll just go, just go buy a cookie. <laughs> just come by or you can just come by and watch it for free with us. Um, All right. So, so December 14th, downtown Brentwood. Yeah. And again, on December 22nd, you'll have your food line because people will be in line. Yes. At the Doe House in downtown Brentwood. That's on the other end of downtown. That's on the other end of downtown. If you guys don't know where that's at. By the Emporium. It's ne- it's between the Emporium and Zephyr Grill. Yep. Yeah. And that, that's always a good one because you have the Elf, which I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. And then you have your bags of chocolate chip cookies, which is phenomenal. And then you have your other decorated goodies. Yes. Which I think you're doing all three, right? Which one? Oh, yeah. We're going to have a little bit of everything. Um, we'll also have our kids club going that day. There's a few tickets left for that. Um, so it's going to be a pretty busy day for us a lot of a lot of movement a lot of sugar and the kids club is where you come in and decorate cookies right yeah yeah. you teach them yeah we teach the kids they come in uh we this is going to be our third year doing it it's cookies for santa so we have you can buy a kit you come in you can make hot cocoa sit down decorate your cookies for santa we clean up the mess so it's perfect for the moms uh they don't have to worry about any messes at home they get a little bakery box they can take their cookies home and put them out for santa so I don't know why school districts don't call you and say, hey, come in and decorate with our kids. That could be a good thing, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, I just gave everybody an idea. <laughs> call her. Make her more busy so since she's booked for the next year. I know. We, well, we're doing 600, um, 600 kids are doing a cookie class with us in two weeks at Oracle Park. There you go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now just keep it local. All right, Bree, I want to thank you so much. Again, it's speakeasybakingco.com. Be sure to book her if you have a wedding or big event coming up. Uh, I guess you got to wait till 2025. Uh, <laughs> root, uh, root for her on December 14th. Um, or hopefully she's on other shows too, because I think it's great that you're just getting out there for everyone and representing East Contra Costa County and Contra Costa as a whole. Um, <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for coming in to talk about it. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. For everybody else, do me a favor, hit like and subscribe, and I will see you next time. Take care.